the morning after, the movies. But I hope you leave enough room for my fist because I'm going to ram it into your stomach and break your goddamn spine! Ah! Uncensored, spoiler-filled movie reviews and fun only available at xrock.com. I'm gonna scissor kick you in the back of the head. Movie time. Hey, buddy, ever heard of a lie? Hey, have you ever been dragged to the sidewalk and being until you... Pissed! Blood! Starts now. I'm gonna take you to the bank, Senator Trent. To the blood bank. Welcome to season six, episode one of the morning after at the movies. My name is Nick. Big J is back. Hey, Ian. Hi, I'm replacing Randy. Yeah. How does it feel, man? It feels backwards <laughs> in the long run. <laughs> feels very backwards. Feels like it's the other way around uh, a long time ago. Yeah. But uh, hey, it works out. Ultimately. Well, welcome to the uh, the official podcast. We appreciate it. Of course, Ian has been on before several times over, as a matter of fact, doing some movie reviews for us. So he is very familiar with the concept. Basically, we're going to talk about the new Kevin Smith movie, Clerks 3, which is an interesting one because it's not really a wide release. It's more along the lines of like it had it was a Fathom event here that we were able to check out. But he's been doing some live screenings across the country where he's hosting them and he's actually, you know, doing a Q&A afterwards, the usual Kevin Smith stuff. So this one's a little bit harder to get a hold of, but uh, we'll talk about it kind of spoiler free and then we'll get into spoilers as we give the grades on it. And uh, Big J, do you want to start how you felt about the movie Clerks 3? Yeah, sure. You know, uh, going into it, I, I really I mean, I didn't have a super high expectation. I'll put it that way, because, uh, you know, I just I barely remembered Clerks, too. And it didn't seem like uh, it had just kind of won me over. And so uh, I, I really was like, yeah, and some of the stuff I've seen from Kevin Smith lately hasn't been super exciting to me. So um, I was just not sure what what to expect. And we get into the open of the movie and uh, it took me a minute to get back into that clerk zone. Uh, with the characters a little bit and kind of understand the point of view of where, you know, the I, I guess the shooting style and just, you know, what what was happening uh in, in essence of, of a clerk's point of view, I guess. And, you know, a lot has changed for me since the clerk's first clerk's movie came out. And, and I'm, I'm the different kind of I enjoy a different kind of cinema, I guess. And, and I, I don't really get into as a deep of the, um, you know, I guess, storylines and things like that as much as I used you want to. More action and less talking. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of movie. yeah. Yeah. Shut up you with the dialogue. Cobra. You do yes. love Cobra. Yes. Oh, man. But, you know, it, it took me about halfway through the movies for me to really get to that point where I'm like, man, I really started to get drawn back into the characters again and just, you know, the circumstances that they're going through. And, and obviously with with the plot, we'll probably get into that. I don't think this is a spoiler, but a lot of this surrounds, you know, a heart attack and Kevin Smith's heart attack in particular. And when you put it into that frame, it's like, wow. Um, it, it got a li little deeper than I expected it to. And pretty soon, it, you know, through halfway through the movie for me, uh, the characters really started to come together and the whole crew back kind of, you know, doing their thing. And I really started to fall in love with this movie again and fall in love with the whole clerks and Kevin Smith style. And by the end of the movie, I was totally won over. I was totally emotional. And, you know, we can get into some of that later. But I was just like, man, I, I really enjoyed it and, and had a good time watching it. And I felt like. You know, uh, I kind of wanted to go back and watch Clerks all over again and, and started start doing going 
going through that stuff. And, you know, uh, my daughter, she, I was telling her about the movie and, and, you know, I wasn't sure how she'd like it because, you know, younger people, you know, this is a slow dialogue driven movie. And so I'm not sure how they like that, but she watched Mallrats with a wife by the time I got home and she was totally in love with some of the characters. And so uh, I, I was a win-win for me, man. Uh, so if you had to give it a letter grade on the morning after scale, what are you giving Clerks 3? Uh, I'm going to give it uh, I'm going to give it an A minus. Whoa, dude, look at you. Yeah, I, I I walked out loving it, man. I was emotional. And that's to me the most important part about watching a movie. So um, it hit it hit the nerves, even though it was explosion free in A minus. Yeah, explosion free. And it's kind of had to look myself in the mirror and go, what's going on, man? Uh, <laughs> and, and so I don't know. But that's <laughs> it's an important thing for me. So I'm happy He's about getting that. old and he loves nostalgia. That's all. It oh, is. yeah. Rubs but, off on him. Uh, Ian, I don't know much about your Kevin Smith background. Are you a fan? Like, oh, I'm general? a huge okay. I'm a huge fan of Kevin Smith. Um, I'd say I went through a huge Kevin Smith spree about 20 years ago when I first went off to college and uh, I, I enjoyed it all. I started with clerks, went to mall rats, went on to uh I almost said chasing Amy. Yes. Chasing Amy. That's right. And then uh, dogma loved. I mean, I hate that you can't find dogma anywhere in the world anymore that except for on YouTube, apparently it's free on YouTube, but you can't, you couldn't own it if you want to, because of those damn Weinsteins. And then, uh, you know, and then of course you get to Jay and silent Bob strike back, which I thought was like the perfect, great, stupid stoner movie that ever was created. Like a lot of great throwaway jokes, all that dialogue that I think big J might hate a little bit, but still, you know, he says he hates, but I still, Jay, did you actually like Jay and silent Bob strike back? No, see no. too much dialogue right there. Shaking his head. He's like, no, no, it's, it's the worst possible thing I could deal with. But I, uh, I'll, I'll come from a different spin because of that. I actually enjoyed clerks too. I liked clerks too. And thought there was a lot of great dialogue and thought that taking that different direction where they were like, now we're in a fast food chain and the whole different side story with the same characters. I found that interesting and fun and enjoyable. Now, most stuff Kevin Smith has actually done in the last 15 years, I could give mostly a crap about, honestly. It's not, none of it's been amazing. Uh, I didn't love Tusk. The closest I got, I think, was Red State. That was I like, liked Red State. And Red Tusk. State was kind of it. Like it was for for what it was for a psychological horror movie. I was like, it was enough of a change. I could understand why people wouldn't love it coming from that genre. But I was like, I I thought it was a really good look at everything. So oh, overall, I've I've enjoyed Kevin Smith a lot. And so coming into Clerks Three though, because of a lot of what I'd say was. Well, I don't even remember the name of the title of the last Jay and Silent Bob that he actually went out and crowdfunded to make the reboot. Um, the, the reboot, yes, James on Bob reboot. Um, but I do remember I saw it at another uh, another event in the theater because that wasn't widely put out either. It was just like this when Clerks Three was put out, and um, yeah, that was definitely him just phoning in a lot of favors from friends and not putting in a lot of writing. And it just was it was fan service so bad it wasn't even parody. Like he wanted it to be parody, it was just really bad fan service, and he. And this is no complaint because I'm sure she's a much better actress than many people, but he he really loves his daughter, Kevin Smith, which is great. And I, I enjoy that. I just don't think she's that talented of an actress. She may be someday, but she's kind of just she's not there yet. So she got a lot of focus on that one. Now, we've talked about all the other Kevin Smith movies. Let's get on to Clerks 3 now so you can get to where I'm at. I came into Clerks 3 not expecting much. I came in almost just with like a low bar and I'm like, all right, I saw the last one. This I'll see it because I enjoy Kevin Smith. Not expecting much. 
this one was a lot more pleasant because of that. Cause he brought back the nostalgia properly. He brought back the two characters. I mean, more than just the two characters, honestly, when you go throughout the whole movie, he brought back almost everyone from the prior clerks, uh, a lot of callbacks to clerks too, even, and just kind of went through these two characters history and built on it in the way he did. And at the same time made it a personal story because like Jay alluded to before with the, with the heart attack and everything that we'll get into deeper. Um, it was absolutely a story that was personal to Kevin Smith that he brought out. And this was kind of just like if he was writing a book about his life and made a biography instead of just always standing on stage and just talking too much, this is exactly how he should have done it. You know, this is the best presentation they could have given us to give like a way of telling his life through the eyes of these characters that he created, that created the whole principle of him. I mean, Kevin Smith at this point, he wouldn't be here without clerks. He'll say that a thousand times. So he got lucky because of one movie and got to be this far. So Overall, um, without because I, I feel like we're going to get to a point where we start spoiling it and getting into it. Um, yeah. I was I was more pleasantly surprised than I was going to. Um, I, I feel like I, I don't know if, if we have to grade it. Yeah, we do. Yeah, it's it's, it's you know, and this is where, you know, because Jay, Jay threw down the A minus, which is so high. I'm, I'm, I'm a C plus B minus sort of guy because I'm not going to pretend like this is a very specific movie that you would have to already love Kevin Smith to watch. You would not go out of your way to watch this movie. Otherwise, if you, if you didn't even give a damn about clerks Two to even get to that point, there's no reason you're ever going to watch clerks three or even get this far. So if you came this far, so from a Kevin Smith fan fan point, like Jay did, sure. I could give it an a minus a B plus from that perspective, but from a realistic like movie perspective, no, it's, it's a C plus it's, it's a good movie that tells a good story, but most people aren't going to get far enough to care if they don't already love the back history as it is. Yeah, you have to be committed, I think, to this universe for you to even yeah. give the a view ass skew universe or whatever yeah. he calls it. Yeah, right, right. All right. Well, uh, I'm I'm kind of with you guys. I mean, you know, I'm I'm a Kevin Smith purist. I've enjoyed him from Clerks. I actually was working at a video store when Clerks came out, so it rang very true to me. Uh, this movie, and I, I I I saw it the second it came out on on video. Believe it or not. Because I was working at the store, I took it home and watched it, and I was like, "This is this is everything." And so I got into Kevin Smith pretty hard and heavy in the mid to late '90s. Um, saw all the movies in the theater for sure, and then much like Ian says, uh, he got off the rails a little bit for me. Um, you know, when he he started, I mean, Tusk. I should we just I say know, Jersey Girl because Jersey Girl was truly. I, I like Jersey Girl. I, okay. I actually okay. I actually okay. enjoy Jersey Girl. Well, but what I are you together? I know I'm weirdo. in minority there. <laughs> But uh, I do enjoy Jersey Girl very much. It's it, it, it's it speaks to me on a fatherhood scale. I appreciate it more now than I did when it came out. I'll put it that way. And and so, you know, but then he he did start to fall off pretty hard and heavy. Um, and, and a lot of my problems I have with Kevin Smith, I like it almost to Zack Snyder. There's a lot of really positive and good things there. But every once in a while, it, usually he's good for one or two or three or four or five per movie where I just roll my eyes and go, why? Like, I love Dogma, but there's also a shit monster in that movie. And I'm like, why? Okay, the Golgothan was just genius. All right. The Golgothan. Why just, is that? A just thing? why would you not have that there? And the way that they had to take the blessed like uh, golf club from, of course, the priest to kill the shit monster. Right. I mean, this is just quality writing. It is. It is. That's where he loses me a little bit where he there is. A 
a bit of juvenile aspect of things. And that's okay. We all have that kind of fun and stuff. And it was funnier to me again when I was 20 than it is when I'm 45 watching these movies. But, um, you know, the Clerks 3, I also had low expectations just because of what Kevin Smith had been doing. I went to go see Reboot as well. I hated reboot I oh yeah just, it was I bad did only because it, it, it and the, the clerks three suffers from this from time to time in my opinion as well it just goes back to that well it's a lot of the repeating it's not necessarily paying homage to i mean it's literally word for word the same joke that he's used a hundred times in all the movies and it's supposed to be a wink but at some point when in, in the reboots case it's 60 percent of the movie it starts to be a bit overkill. And in Clerks 3, if you've seen Clerks, you're getting repeats of those scenes uh, with, you know, older characters again. It's a lot of Clerks in Clerks 3. Now, that's not necessarily a bad thing. In fact, I enjoyed that as a movie-making kind of thing where, you know, the older actors were portraying themselves from the old movie, and then when they showed the clips, it was the young versions of them again. I thought that was cute and awesome and nice. And so for the most part, it was a beautiful wrap up to a story and characters that you cared about for, you know, since the 1994 movie came out. So uh, in my opinion, it was a very emotional journey. You're right, Big J. It was way more emotional than I thought it was going to be, but it has its flaws. It's not perfect, but it is the best Kevin Smith movie in years. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. But I'm more uh, on Ian's grading scale. If I had to give it a grade, I'm going B minus, in my opinion. It, it's it's not top five Kevin Smith movies, but it's better than most. And so that's good enough for a B minus for me. Um, but I, I certainly appreciate the the personal amount of journey that, that Kevin Smith had to go through to put this movie together. And I think if you're a fan of these characters, you're going to appreciate the way it wraps up. Although I don't think it's going to wrap up the way you thought. It certainly is a little bit of uh, of a ribbon on this whole kind of series. I can't see him going back to this well anymore. There's no doubt about that. So uh, overall, I think we all say it's worth seeing. Agree? Yeah. I, if, as, if you're if you're a fan of Kevin Smith's stuff from the 90s, it's absolutely worth seeing. Yes. Yes. If, if, if you're just if, a casual, I've never heard of this movie before. I can't I can't force you into something you won't understand. I don't know if I'd recommend watching if you've never watched anything about anything, seeing the third version of whatever it may be. That may be a terrible way to get into something. Yeah. But uh, or you're or you're Ram, a risk Rambo taker. Three. Yes. Rambo, Rambo, Rambo three, or yes. First Blood three. Excuse me, Rambo two, First Blood three. I don't know how we do the math on that one, Jay. You tell me. That would be one you could jump in right there. It's just, it's just three. It's just three. Oh, it's just three. Just My three. God. Okay, I didn't but know yeah, that. We... It's it's definitely worth your time if you're a Kevin Smith fan, and I think if you're a Kevin Smith fan, this is already on your list anyway. You know, we're not convincing you to do something you weren't going to do, but I think it's worth seeing and better than we all thought it was going to be going in. Can we agree on that as well? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. Big J, would you like to get into the spoilers? Yeah. Spoiler ahead. Spoiler. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. We're going ballistic, man. Go get them. Spoilers. Um, I mean, you know. Can we just uh, spoil uh, something up front that just bothered me, right? I just got to say yeah. this. Jason yeah. Get Mew's, it your chest. Jason Mew's teeth just bothered me the entire movie, <laughs> and I just need to spoil that. Jay's teeth are so capped and they can just, and I get that he's gone, had a lot of drug problems and clearly needed to replace his teeth. And I'm sure that's how it's went, but by God, I can't enjoy Jay anymore. And you know, this is actually a spoiler from before when we were talking about the Chainsaw Bob reboot, cause it's been there since then. I can't look, he's got the same voice. I would enjoy it if I wasn't looking at his face anymore. It's hard to look at his face with those teeth. I just have to get that out front. That's just so, Damn. 
Oh God. And I love him. It's just, it's just those cap teeth are so, I, I just mm. thought he made more money from Kevin Smith to afford a better dentist. That's all I'm getting at. I, yeah, I, I, maybe it was, we were talking about this before we saw the movie, Jay. Remember we were talking about how this is why dental procedures as somebody that's on the radio freaks the hell out of me, because yeah. if something goes sideways in your mouth, it changes everything, the way you look, the way everything. Mm-hmm. And it's so frightening to me about that. But yeah, I mean, I understand where you're coming from. It, 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 you know, of all the characters, it's strange that's that Jay is the one that seems out of place because he doesn't have the same kind of qualities. But listen, man, he's but he does, that's the thing is he does have the same qualities. I mean, he really he is still the exact same person he was from the beginning. Well, he's a better actor, I would say, which is not sure. saying much because Clerks one, he couldn't even act. He was just half of them were just him screwing up the takes in the middle of it. They just kept rolling because they couldn't keep doing it. But it's yeah. anyway, sorry. Jay, you had real spoilers. Let's go into that with talking about that. Just well, no, I, I mean, uh, yeah, it, it, it was it was kind of weird. Um, uh, I, yeah, the thing about it for me is I for a minute, I f- forgot that, you know, what we're looking at is uh, a couple of people who were in a movie called Clerks and, you know, um, Randall and, and they just. They were all they were both terrible actors, you know, I mean, and, and it took me a minute to realize that they were acting terribly on purpose. Um, I don't think they were, man. Well, I mean, this way. Yeah. Well, Jeff, uh, well, uh, as much as I like Jeff Anderson, I think he's just a line reader. Well, it's it seemed to me like halfway through it got better. And I was like, I don't know if that's because of the transformation that took place. I don't know. But uh, that that isn't exactly, you know, the best. But I mean, you know, that that's because that they weren't, you know, top of the line actors to begin with. So they were regional just, theater actors that were hired yeah. from, for clerks. And I mean, and they haven't it's not like they've got a huge career past clerks. I mean, Kevin Smith's the only one who truly succeeded out of that movie and anyone else he brought with yeah, him. Yeah. No one else like broke out from that movie and did anything. I mean, I certainly didn't get into the movie and think, oh, geez, Dante's going to die or anybody's going to die. Uh, I wasn't prepared for that sort of thing. And uh, it was just uh, crazy to me. But I love that part. I just love the way, you know, they set it up as, as we're, you know, filming Randall's movie and they're doing all repeating all of the scenes from Clerks and the way they frame it and, and the way it comes back when, you know, he's in the hospital, uh, Dante's in the hospital and they're playing he's playing back the movie and it just that's when it got super super emotional for me and you know i thought that that was like you had said nick a a genius you know directing kind of gimmick to to bring a story together and to an end and i thought that was maybe one of the best story arcs in a movie a single movie that kevin smith or a lot of directors have ever done and i just really appreciated um how that rolled out and you know some of the just the cameos that were in it were were pretty fun and you know, it just it was a good time. I don't know if there's a lot of spoiler esque stuff in this movie, but the, other than him dying, the cameos. I'll disagree. Go ahead. No. I was Go just ahead. to say the cameos was kind of there was a point in there where there clearly he needed 10 minutes to fill the movie to get it to its 90 minute mark. So he called in every possible friend he could to do the casting scene. I mean, I feel like we kind of got a setup for people who, who only listen to spoilers and just want to casually know. The movie starts off like they're both clerks again. If you saw Clerks 2, they wind up owning the quick uh, the quick stop again. Randall has a heart attack. Then he survives, which is the Kevin Smith, obviously, homage that, that we're all you know talking about. Then he wants to recreate. He wants to make a movie of his life. And that's why he's just starting to shoot Clerks, which is essentially the movie Clerks. And he is redoing all the scenes from Clerks and even works on to move on the scenes from Clerks, too. And there's a point where he's got to go in and cast, obviously, 
Uh, he's got to find actors for the movie. And that's just Kevin Smith calling in every single, like Ben Affleck just shows up randomly right then. Anyone that has worked with Kevin Smith in the last 10 years, you know, I, I thought it interesting that Sarah Michelle Geller and Freddie Prince Jr. were, you know, I guess they're neighbors of Kevin Smith is all I can come up with. Cause I'm like, I don't think they've ever been in one of his movies, but they, uh, you know, he, he called in that one credit and they came in just a bunch of random people auditioning all for 10 minutes for them to go like, now nah, we're going to play ourselves. Yeah, no, it, that, like, that part reminded me of the reboot. It was so bad yeah, because yeah. it was just like uh, a whole bunch of like people Calling that had buddies. been in movies before or Kevin had worked with before are all in this for absolutely no reason, giving really stupid uh, line reads for stuff that they're not going to do. And Ben Affleck does an awful Boston thing that's not funny and not good. And it just it completely fell flat. But that that felt like fan service and, and uh, you know, that kind of stuff to me. And and that's all fine. I'll say the one thing that I that I really that that bothered me and it might have been a scheduling thing or whatever, but I thought it was a real kind of cop out to kill off Becky and their kid off screen. Uh, basically, what happens is they die right after Clerks Two, essentially, is because I'm I'm getting the idea. Yeah. Oh, uh, I had never yeah. been born. And and yeah. at the end of Clerks Two, she says she I'm was pregnant. pregnant. Yeah, and so like he she dies from a drunk driver like right after Clerks Two, which is awful and sad and devastating and it's kind of like tickled like dante's dealing with it or not really dealing with it and she shows up as a force ghost and all that kind of stuff that goes on in this movie but like it would have been a lot more interesting if she were along for the ride i guess because i while they wanted to lean on the dante's having this real issue reliving this life you know as they're filming this movie it doesn't really it kind of gets abandoned the second the heart attacks come in you know what i'm saying like none of that stuff really pays off other than he agrees to finally let her go at the end, whatever that means. And then of course he instantly dies right after that. And so I mean, that, that whole journey was unnecessary anyway. The playoff though, were at the end where he's walking out of the theater with Rosario Dawson though, like that, that, that thought that right. played off no, that well. I mean, like they, they, they did a good right. job with her character and did it well. Like when they were in the graveyard talking, you know, and she's talking about banging all like she's like, that's what we do. We just bang famous dead people the whole time and have that fun. I'm like, this could have been a lot worse because I saw McGruber and I saw what you can do with a dead wife in a graveyard. So, I mean, you can you can go far more downhill. Yeah. That's still randomly yeah. stayed classy enough to work out. But, yeah, killing killing her off off screen. I think it's because they just were like, well, that they had to have some sort of way to make the movie work. And they're like, I, I guess we'll just kill off Rosario Dawson because if he's married and happy, he wouldn't be owning a, yeah, he wouldn't be owning the quick they, stop this well, many years they later. they wanted to bring Kevin Smith's wife back into the movie who was in Clerks 2 as his fiance at the time. And so Which was just a, that the was way awesome. they brought her in. It was weird. It was weird when he cast her. I mean, like, I... She wasn't as important here. Like, as if this was the clerks no. to talk about it, I'd be like, did he have to bring in his wife? Who's not a good actress and make yeah. her be in this much of the movie. I mean, and now I get to blame his kid. I love Kevin Smith, the people he surrounds himself with, you know, that's my, he favorite. doesn't love you, Kevin. He does not love you. He doesn't, I guess. I, no, but, I love him, not his family. So I guess I don't love him. But again, these problems that I had are truly, truly minor. It was just one of those, like the cameos really bothered me. The, the fact that I just want more Rosario Dawson, the more of her in a movie, the better off it's going to be, especially with that character who was fantastic and, too. I just wanted to see more of her and it felt like they had her for three days on set and they had to do what they had to do and then she had to go off and well, they might Star have. Wars stuff. Maybe right. she was doing Ahsoka you know. Yeah. Or no. There's a baby Yoda out there that needs okay. to be taken care of and we shouldn't judge her for saving the universe. Mm -hmm. 
but overall, I mean, yeah, you know, you're going to, if you know the original Clerks movie, you know, in the original one, Dante was supposed to die at the end. And so it's kind of full circle on that particular thing. They did a test screening and screened terribly. And so they changed the ending to Clerks. And that's how they began this whole view universe, if you will. And well, so, and they, they literally just cut out that scene, if I remember right. Because yeah, it, that's they, exactly it. Ended, it. Like the, the scene before that, they just ended yeah. on that. So that's they didn't go back and shoot new footage. No, they no. just ended it. <laughs> For and another so, $1,000, he could have done a lot. <laughs> right. They didn't do reshoots. But this had a chance to kind of tell that story a little bit more uh, completely. But yeah, overall, I would say, yeah, go check it out for sure. I think it's a, I think it's a good idea to, to check out clerks three. I know we're giving it a little bit of crap here in the spoiler side of things, you, but it, you guys are, I loved it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you had no notes. I mean, you gave it an A minus. What can you say? Uh, there can't be many problems that you have with it, but I, I will say that uh, it's definitely nice to see Kevin get back to form. Um, I don't know what happens from here, but with him, but it was nice to see a kind of story come to a good conclusion. I'll say overall. Agree or disagree? Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. It's probably the end. I Kevin mean, Smith, I, end of the road for this uh, morning after the movies podcast, episode one. <laughs> Fair enough. I was thinking as we were looking forward, you know, the next one we should do, uh, and this doesn't require us going to a theater. We should we should do the Rob Zombie Monsters movie that's coming out on Netflix in like a week. You mean you mean Monsters? What Get it right. The monsters. monsters? monsters you said, he said monsters. monsters. I thought yeah. there really was a new monster movie. Yeah, it's the monsters, oh. the the Rob Zombie movie that he. Yeah, doing. yeah, we we know what it what it is. I know what it is. Great. I just canceled yeah. my Netflix subscription till December, no, that's, guys. That's okay. You said you you said you were inconvenienced by all this. That you weren't going to be there for every episode. <laughs> that's an oh, easy one, though. Are you that's kidding me? Off the podcast right now as we're as we're doing it. Yeah, I just said there might be some movies that look so bad I don't even want to go see them. I mean, that's, Randy that's, didn't like any of these movies. Let's be fair. Randy was true. like sit there in the theater and he'd be like, "I don't like popcorn either," and he would just sit there and stare at a wall. I watched a movie with him. Fair, oh, fair. you're right. It was worse. I would rather he be staring at a wall than pull out his phone. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, yeah, we'll we'll figure that out. Yeah, that makes sense to me. All right. Yeah, then, uh, I'll figure then, out a way to steal someone's Netflix password. It's not impossible. Still. As Ian likes to say, cl- click that like and subscribe button and uh, make sure you stick around because uh, the morning after the movies podcast is back and we are back for season number six. And we're going to get into some crazy ass movies this time around. Thank you, Ian, for being a part of it. Thank you, Big J, for putting it all together and photoshopping a photo you didn't have to photoshop. And we appreciate you guys tuning in to it as well. We'll be back here in a few weeks. Mm-hmm.